You're listening to Chugging Bleach, the only podcast where the bounce count. Welcome to Chugging Bleach, the only Bleach review podcast on the Gigabooth Podcast Network. I'm your host, Bob Video Games, with me as usual, or anime Danime. Uh, do you think Ichigo would drink Mountain Dew Code Red? Yes. Chris Wolfhart. In uh. <laughs> Dr. Agra. I'm so full. Oh, wow. <laughs> Something filled him up. Today we reviewed episodes 130 through 134. Sure was something. Yep. Mm. It's cabbage mostly. <laughs> all the <laughs> it was all the same calories, but none of the nutrients. It sure is bleach shaped. Yep. <laughs> Man, one of these episodes sure was good. <laughs> it, they, they, really? <laughs> Before we get into that, Chris. How can you get early access to this episode? I don't know, and I'm scared. Well, to alleviate your fear, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to this. In fact, if you're listening to this show right now on YouTube, there should be another episode waiting on the Patreon, you greedy little patron. Also, early access to Pokemon Goes to the Movies, our Pokemon Movie Review Podcast, as well as many other benefits, and a patron-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. Uh, if you give us money, you're literally holding a gun to our head and forcing us to watch whatever good or bad thing that you vote on. Uh, that's patreon.com slash gbpodcast, and if you want to support us but don't have any money, just telling people we exist helps immensely. The internet is infinitely dense. Having any kind of guide post is massively helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <sighs> Now let's talk about these episodes. It sure was 120 minutes. <laughs> I'm really fucking happy about these episodes. Not because they're good. They're not. They're all fucking terrible. <laughs> but. But. Uh-huh. Now Agro has any context at all for the Bount Arc. Because the first two episodes of this set are the Bount Arc. <sighs> Before we dive into the recap. Bob brought up an interesting point that I think we need to talk about. Mm -hmm. Episode 130 starts with recap shit. Which one is worse? Recap or a filler conversation? A filler conversation, always. So every time you see a recap, you should really be thinking, thank God. <laughs> I'd rather yes. hear about how Bleach, the whole universe of Bleach, than a filler <laughs> conversation, absolutely. So because, because you know, you know you can skip that with no consequences whatsoever. And they might put, <laughs> they might someday potentially put something that mattered even a little bit in one of those conversations. I don't know. The way the first episode opens the recap and then goes into the same shit again, I, I started to think, did I already watch this episode? <laughs> is this, how much of this is recap? How many episodes is this one episode storyline going to cover? Well, you know, <laughs> they change things slightly when they do the recap. For example, they showed, you know, Shota in front of the swing where his sister was originally. And then in this recap, it, it was Jinkaria. He was on the swing. <laughs> Subtle differences. He was like, sorry, kid. <laughs> Using his shitty wind powers to swing himself higher and higher. <laughs> He's like, pushed me. <laughs> he just looks straight into the camera and says, to go over the top. That's my plan. <laughs> I, I, I'm really, I'm going to really, I'm really going to need somebody to start, uh, start up the, the Jinkaria Everywhere project where you just put him into random shots of any anime. Oh, oh, good. Okay. So there's one specific thing I need. And I mentioned this to Bob days ago because it popped in my head. I'm like, yes, if we can get here as a fandom, I will feel like my job on this planet is done. Can you edit Jinkaria into press conferences? Like press <laughs> events for athletes, E3 events, CES? I, I would love to do things like this, but I would need to be provided with clean, high-res images of Jinkaria because I, I, I'm going to try to maintain the purity of my body and spirit by not watching the Bount Arc. <laughs> That's fucking fair. <laughs> But let, let, let's get through these fucking episodes. <laughs> uh, 
We open where the last episode left off with Rangiku and Shota finding his sister Yui at the park. He, I left her, I left her. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Uh, we get a flashback of them being dead and wandering around. The replicating Iran car confronts them and Shota runs away and leaves her. Uh, he cries some and Rangiku just kind of fucking stands there because she has no experience having to be concerned with anybody but herself. She's like, why is your face so wet? Yeah, pretty much like, did I, uh, the Captain, Captain Hutsugaya, I broke it. It's leaking. Then throw it away. He explains that the, uh, the iron car attacked her and, and he ran away and then he came back and threw rocks at it. We sure are eight fucking minutes into this episode. Yep. Yep. Rangiku offers limp emotional support because she sucks. She gets a call from Hitsugaya who explains that he found it, but then lost it somehow. Then he gets attacked by it, and they try to sell the idea he's in danger at all, but he's a fucking captain. Come on now. Also, this is where he starts calling it a mock iron car. Yeah, this is mm -hmm. the first time they call it that, and here's my theory, Kubo called. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe they only mean the... Maybe it's like, they because they figured out these are all clone bodies, so maybe they're like, well, it's not real, so it's mock. See, that's the thing. I'm pretty sure later they specifically phrase it as the mock iron car can generate more bodies. So I'm not sure that they're referring to the copies exclusively as mock iron car. I'm, I'm holding the fan theory of Kubo Cold, which actually kind of ties into something I think in the fourth episode that we watched. Or maybe it was the third. We'll get there. there there's a thing later that makes me think that wasn't the case, but we'll get to it. Um... The Arn car can disguise itself, something that was transparently obvious in the last episode. It Hitsugaya cuts its arm off, and it turns back into a human and runs away, like, laughably fast. <laughs> yeah, it's like Scooby-Doo. That's, that's the funny thing. It literally looks sped up in video, and I'm like, man, this was kind of rough. And then we cut to an outside of a house, and this is the first time I've seen this in all of the Bleach we watched. They freeze-framed eight... A, a still image of an encoded video of the outside of this house so it's just a frozen image with jpeg noise all over it and i'm like this is the worst bleach has ever looked but that's because i hadn't seen you know the next episode right <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so tired this week yeah <laughs> once hits a guy almost literally looks at the camera and says this is a filler arc, and the ability every Bleach character has to sense spiritual pressure would render this entire fucking plot irrelevant, so for I can no longer sense energy. Yep. Yep. Uh, Yumichika shows up to check on them, and then they all go back to Orihime's house. She's still fucking gone. She's still banished from her own home. Yeah, she's visiting in, in the Soul Society. Uh, <laughs> well, we will not show that. <laughs> Ik Ikaku's out patrolling, they say. Rangiku says she figured something out and we enter the meandering filler conversation dimension where she elaborates that she didn't actually figure anything out. She lied. She just, she was just, she just said that so she could reiterate shit we all already knew. She's like, I just wanted to appear smart. It's at this point where I started to feel like I had died while watching this episode <laughs> and had slipped into an ironic customized hell. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is probably the punishment for your phone photoshops. <laughs> now, Agro, imagine that this scene was 45 episodes long, and that's the bound arc. <laughs> that is the bound arc. No, totally. The, the whole, uh, they can't sense its spiritual energy, so they get these things that can sense the bounce, but they can't sense the bounce either. It's just the most we've been trained on this. You know how this is a horrible filler arc that lasts like four episodes? Uh -huh. Multiply that by 11. Not, yeah. not even that. Huh. This is what Naruto filler is. This is worse than the Bount arc because it's a new awful tiny arc every four episodes. Fuck. This is worse than the Bount arc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess. I guess it being shorter does mean that you can't like. The Bount arc was shaped like a shonen arc. You had a group of villains. They paired off and fought people. They had lots and lots of plans. There was a strongest one that the main character fought. I could see how having 11 small arcs that don't matter would be more demoralizing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, but the point of the scene is they're like, we don't, let's just fucking try and console this girl. 
and it doesn't work. And instead of this being the end of this fucking filler arc, everybody acts like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yes. The guy's like, so we got we got to send her. We got to send the energy readings to Soul Society. They'll they'll tell us something. Until then, until then, she's gonna sit in a barrier. Uh, and then we cut to like the iron car sitting in like the oh void, God. and he's like, "I'll do something soon. I promise. Uh, just you wait. It's gonna it's gonna be great. I'm gonna do a thing, and you're all owned. Not yet, though. I'm just gonna sit here and talk about how great it's gonna be. That's what I'm doing right now, and what I will continue to do. Uh, Shota watches Yui sleeping in gay baby jail, and flashes back to the flashback <laughs> from earlier in this fucking episode. Yes. Yeah, that was. <laughs> uh, she wakes up and, and is in like creepy little girl mode and is like I want to go outside and he's like but there's a barrier and she's like but if we put our hands together on the other side of the barrier it goes away oh Yui how'd you do that it's a secret oh uh, uh, Ragikun hits the guy I find the room empty and then get the report for the four year old watching no no she actually is an RN car clone <gasps> Blah 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 filler conversation. She the iron car wants to eat Shota because these kids specifically have are like special and have a lot of spiritual pressure, I guess. Yeah, yeah there was yeah. there was multiple layers of this. There's the part where it's like Hitsugaya, I will now explain to the both of you what's up, and he's like, uh Rangiku, you leave. That way I can have this conversation privately about what the deal with this thing is while you're you're going. Then there's the explanation of like God, there's the sentence. I'm trying to remember the exact sentence, Bob, but it's Yui had a lot of spiritual energy, so obviously Shota does too. Yes, there is that. There is also Yui had so much spiritual energy that eating her turned him into an iron car. Uh, yep. that, that's how that works. Uh, <laughs> uh Yui leads show to the park and Rangiku shows up and tries to stop them, but Yui crackles with energy and summons a bunch of the fucking clones and everybody's like, We gotta get there. And then and then Yui uses the the the, the flute magic to start making show to walk towards her and Rangiku's trying to get to him killing the hollows and Yui manages to fight against the R and car, which doesn't really make sense with what they explained how this works. It but fucking makes whatever. No fucking sense. Uh, and then she screams in the episode ends, the Arankar Encyclopedia. Gein explains that the Arankar are numbered in order of their birth, but the strongest are numbered 1 to 10. They're called the Espada, and their numbers are secret. Uh, and then he tries to reveal Ulkiorras, but Ulkiorra stops him. <laughs> He's like, I took, but you said it was a secret. I really enjoy the next time on a lot more than that segment where it's like, Akon, Matarame ordered molars and I forgot to give it to him. Uh, just give him an empty box and tell him that they're molars that are only invisible to morons. <laughs> Episode 131. Yui is exploding with energy as Ronki, who kills a bunch of guys. She releases and sends his, <laughs> her miss sword behind her and hits the real on car. He actually kind of looks like an RN car, unlike the others. Which just looked like hollows. Yui pushes Soda and is like, you gotta run away. You gotta run away. And he's like, no, I'll protect you this time. And she's like, it's fucking too late. I'm, I, you already <laughs> ate me. Fuck off. <laughs> and then she goes ape shit. And uh, again, and the iron car's like, I never expected her to have the will to defy me. And then turns her into a clone hollow and reabsorbs all the clones to power up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he can didn't do that. Cell, didn't fucking Cell do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm well, pretty sure that Cell like reabsorbed the Cell Juniors once Gohan started eviscerating them. Yeah, he's like, oh shit, this yeah. is for real. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Soda has a breakdown over this, and the Iron Car tries to get him. Uh, Rangiku intercepts and uses Hado Number Four Byakurai, and bl blows a hole in him. And she's like, I'm a lieutenant, and you're you're like a scrub, so. You're explicitly a copy of a character from earlier in this arc who died in 15 frames. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's me who's going to own you. And then he attacks her and Rangiku effortlessly blocks the attack. And then he turns, she turns into a car and is like, don't you know who I am? <laughs> it's really nice. They devoted a four episode filler arc to a copy of a guy. So irrelevant. Ishin killed him instantly. Yeah. Yeah. 
they start they, they start fighting and he, he's getting owned and the only obstacle is coming from the fact that this is a filler where you can't sense energy mm-hmm. and he cuts her arm and that seemingly was a critical weak point where she loses all her fucking stagger points and falls out of the sky and hits a guy who shows up and is like sir I'm a captain and just fucking wipes the field <laughs> he the iron car like has a breakdown and starts seething and crying when he finds out a captain is here yeah I was really hoping he was just dead <laughs> <laughs> and hit, well it's not the end of the episode yet Bob I'm sorry Hits a guy who says that oh, he probably became an iron car because he ate got all that spiritual pressure from eating that girl. That doesn't make any sense, but it sure fucking does in this arc, I guess. The iron car pisses and cries and is like, "If you kill me, the girl will die too." And hits a guy who says, "Okay," and moves in to kill him. <laughs> We've explained how this works over and over. Uh, Shota gets between them because of course he does. The iron car disappears and basically says, <laughs> "I'm gonna hide and throw clones everywhere." <laughs> Uh, he summons like a dynasty warriors amount of the clones. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. You you can you can uh, I think that's the first spoiled image, so you can <laughs> unspoil that if you want. <laughs> there it is. I was like, I'm gonna need to rip this Blu-ray to get a perfect quality gif of these dumb assholes running through the sky. It looks so terrible. Uh, then then Ikaku and Yumichika spawn in. I know it's flash step, but it looked especially like they just spawned in. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is the exact moment that all of the money for this arc has run out completely. <laughs> I think every shot going forward is the worst we've seen in Bleach. Yeah. <sighs> we still have a couple episodes until the worst we've ever seen in Bleach. <laughs> the Arn card then says his spawn rate and is like, I can make 16 clones a day. And I'm like, that doesn't seem very insurmountable. Do you mean that you increase by like an order of... 16 magnitudes a day like each one can duplicate 16 times a day or are you just trying to make this unimpressive thing sound really scary i can lift 10 weights a day yeah it also is like how long he's been doing this because there are a lot of clones how did they not notice that the town was being eaten <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna eat all the humans next ah! and they all leave and the soul and then I ikaku and yumachika are like we're both of us are too competent and direct for this plot where you have to care about the stupid feelings of a child. We're just going to go play Dynasty Warriors and then they leave to go do that. <laughs> it's a guy who calls R&D and is like, can you give us one of those special filler trackers? And they're like, no. Oh, wait, actually, yes. <laughs> no, that would be fucking stupid. Oh, wait, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> The RN car makes the sound and the clones are like speakers for the sound. Fucking techno babble, it doesn't matter. Uh, Rangiku explains what hollows are to show to so they can fucking save time. Oh, fill time, I'm sorry. Uh, and then she says, we can still save Yui's soul, we'll do it together. And then we get a shot of Yumichiga and Ikaku having fun playing Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, the, the explicitly Rangiku lying to Shota, or forgot to read how the show works yeah i was like i was like this all this doesn't break canon as long as we all believe ron kiku's just fucking lying through her teeth <laughs> uh the clones attack attack urahara's shop and renji like smacks at them with a broom <laughs> a little bit before transforming to <laughs> actually fight them yeah renji had some real like mom it's that weird cat again energy <laughs> <laughs> yes he did and then we see then we see his mod soul which is like a lazy cat who has hiroko's teeth yeah and he's like guess i won't have to do my work nya. and then oh, uh and renji's like no you still fucking have to rangiku and hitsugaya are running towards this fucking whatever and Rangiku's carrying Shoda and the R&D Soul Reaper Rin who uh, has almost the exact same voice as Shoda and it's really confusing me in this episode uh, gives techno babble about how they're tracking it he isn't hiding in Hueco Mundo he's hiding in a barrier somewhere and the only way to break the barrier is to is to just power up really high next to it like shoot it or something? I don't know. Uh, they name drop. They name drop Gintai Kaijo because we have to re like re rehash shit we just did. There's the flower petals on his fucking Bonkai fading as he just screams and shoots a big power beam into the sky to like a fucking Marvel movie to try and get rid of this fucking barrier that we can't even see. It's entirely like planar, 
So we, you can't even act. We don't even get something visually interesting. This, this makes no sense. We're just doing random bullshit. And the best part of this is in the moment leading up to this, this the, the literal prior scene, they are pushing the limits of what you can do with the 480i anime in post to make it take longer. Because they're not freeze framing, they're freeze fielding. Meaning the video is breaking into interlaced footage even on the Blu-ray because they slowed it down in post so that way they could talk more while running to the river, which in Japanese they said was on the east side and in the dub, I guess they just shut off their fucking brains and they went, they said west. <laughs> and no one's face looks right at all. No. Yeah, uh, it's, it's really it, rough. It, it's not working <laughs> and then it starts to work and the RN car smoked out. And he uses his release, and this motherfucker's name is Dentist. Yeah, Dentist without the second T. It's just Dentist. I was like, really? That's what we're... Because the he T... Be, All he, right. He turns into, like, a big lobster monster and, and fights a little bit with Hitsugaya, and he's like, you're drained of energy, I can win! <laughs> and then Hitsugaya eviscerates him instantly. He cuts off his, his like lobster tail and knocks him on the fucking ground and freezes him and he's pissing and crying and shitting his pants. And Rangiku and Shoda team up and stab him in the face with Shoda also holding onto her sword and he fucking explodes into Kingdom Hearts sparkles. And all the souls he ate are freed and all the clones despawn. And that sure was a fight that involved the whole fucking town and no actual main character was involved at all. Hey, quick question. Maybe I'm fucking insane and substitute my own rules in for the rules of Bleach, the anime I thought I was watching. When you kill a thing like this, the souls don't just get released, right? I I think actually they do because the whole point is that the reason that the uh the re like the the conflict with the Quincy's is cuz if a Quincy nukes a hollow, the souls are like removed. I thought that it was always explained as when they kill a, a hollow, that hollow soul is put back into the cycle. But the ones that the hollows eat are removed from the cycle, a lot like the Quincy's do. See, that's what I thought, too. Hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, well, in, in this arc, it doesn't matter. Because Rangiku says, oh, Yui is fine. It could be reborn. And then they stare at each other for a second, and, and he gets consoled. Every single shot in this final action scene is like it's terrible worse than the last yeah somehow yeah this... to the point where it's like i think rangiku and shoto are working together but it could be anyone <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i think this in my opinion is the worst animated because it's trying to look like normal ass bleach and no one's face looks right at all uh we get another good next time on bit where they say we're gonna show you our daily lives and then the other one goes, sounds like you're still slacking. It goes, it's okay. We got permission from Kubo. <laughs> yes, that, that is actually very good. It's like, who's that? <laughs> Next time on Bleach, we won't be doing this fucking story arc anymore. Thank, thank you. God. I do thank need you God. to say that. <laughs> I will take anything else. <laughs> now it's time for the Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Golden. Was this one golden? The next one's it golden. It was golden. No. It was golden. I feel so defeated. <laughs> I'm cocking the gun. You, you motherfuckers better say it. Golden! Golden! golden. <laughs> uh, the Visors are eating Korean barbecue for dinner. Ichigo's like, now's not the time to eat Korean barbecue. The town's in danger. And Hiori's like, it's the perfect time since I'm fucking hungry. And Ichigo tries to leave and Hiraku's like, no, it's it, it's already over, bro. You, you missed the whole arc. He's like, what? And Ichigo, Hiraku's like, man, you can't send spiritual energy for shit even when you're not in filler. <laughs> Episode 132. There's no recap. Hooray! hooray! It opens on Karn, so this might be a Karakura superheroes episode. Not hooray! Oh god, it's, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Well, thankfully it wasn't that. <laughs> she flashes back on a bunch of footage of Ichigo since he's still missing. She kicks her soccer ball in like the storage bag, and the bag breaks and it rolls down a hill and towards an open road. Hits a guy, catches it, and stares at it like he doesn't know what a fucking ball is. You can you can click the sec you can click the second spoiler image now of him pondering his fucking orb. <laughs> I like that shot. I legitimately thought, oh fuck, he's here for Yusuke Urameshi, and he's following this trail of clues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he tells her to be careful and gives it back, and I'm like, please don't let this be an episode about her thirsting for him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Then we cut to her and her unbelievably NPC core friends finding that middle schoolers are hogging the soccer field. They're like, it's our time on the field. And the middle schoolers act like middle schoolers, which is disgusting subhumans. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. They're the one who reserved. Listen. The, oh, wait, no, that's the elementary kids. Yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. yeah, the elementary kids reserved it. The middle schools were like, you don't. Here, look, a middle schooler, middle school is the age when a human being has the capacity for great cruelty, the most cruelty they, they'll ever be able to dish out, but do not have the restraint to know when to deploy it. Uh, Karin goes down there and gets in their face, and her friends are all like pathetic little, like, they're sissies, basically, and they're like, and then they're not helping at all, but she's basically screaming in the fucking middle schoolers' faces. They argue for several hours? Because it goes from midday to sunset Seems while they're yelling be. at each other. <laughs> They just chose the golden hour to yell. Uh, it took this long to get to. We'll play for the field. It's like every single thing set up like this in human history. Mm-hmm. The middle schoolers say when they lose, they're going to make the kids eat grass off the field. But that's only in the dub. In the sub, they say we're going to make you eat spaghetti through your noses. Yeah, which is a thing I'm only familiar with because Excel Saga made a similar joke. Oh, yeah, I guess it's some Japanese thing. Ugh. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Uh, they're going to play a week from today. Karin's loser friends are all whining and crying. One of them is Vic doing a really pathetic voice. Yep, I noticed frame one. I was like, ah, there he is playing the piece of shit again. What did they mean by this casting? <laughs> it's weird how it's every single anime casting for 15 years. <laughs> Yeah, it's just doing the Edward Elric voice directly. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, we can get Ichigo to help. He's a Giga Chad. And Karin flashes back again. He's like, uh, he's on a trip. And they're like, no. Karin says she'll find another ringer. And then they find Hitsugaya looking at his phone. And Karin runs off to talk to him. And I'm like, is, is the team on her shirt? Does it say dopes? One of her friends is wearing a shirt that says like red dopes or something in a number. And that shirt's actually available on like Etsy or something. <laughs> Like, are you fucking serious? Is That's every, really funny. Is it every shirt in bleach? <laughs> Probably. People are crazy. Mm-hmm. Karin tries to talk to him and she asks him where he goes to school and he gets fucking pissed at being reminded he looks 12. Karin is seemingly as dense as Ichigo because it's a guy's aggression like curves around her fucking skull like light curving around a black hole and just doesn't affect her at all. She's like, you want to play with us? And the kids shit themselves because he has silver hair and they say he looks like a delinquent. And he's like, he's pretty short for a delinquent. So he gets fucking pissed and leaves. There we go. Doped Davis 002. <laughs> I, I get some of the other bleach shirts I've seen, but this one, really? Man, this is bullshit. Where, where can I buy fucking Jinkari's terrible two-tone shirt? I, know, I will. Right? <laughs> you have to sew it together yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's the only way to be authentic to how that shirt probably looked in real life. The shirt Jinkari may have worn. <laughs> <laughs> what was his shirt? <laughs> Just sewing together your own clothes. I'm going to become the rodeo clown. <laughs> Karin tests him by kicking the soccer ball at him, and he does, like, a backflip kick to return it and murders her friend. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the NES soccer game, where you hit both buttons at the same time, and it makes you flip upside down and kick it, and it does a power strike. It's so good. Everybody's really impressed and crowd around him, and now he's the older guy who is only popular with children. I'd kill myself. (laughs) Ah! Uh, Hits a guy, gets a hollow alert, and kind of notices that Karin can sense hollows, but leaves to take care of it. He's like, I can't help. I'm not, I'm not going to help you at all. I, I'm not going to play soccer with you. And, but then they yell where they're going to practice as he leaves. We cut to a plowed, crowded playground where they're trying to practice, but they can't really because there's people. Everybody's kind of moping. Karin says she's going to go look for him. She's just running back to the exact same spot because this is a filler episode, so we, there can only be three locations per episode. Yes. Like, it's a, it's a really good spot, obviously. <laughs> this is the only place he's the guy ever goes. Well, it's the only place in town you can see the sky. It's the perfect spot to view the sky. And then you you hear that Karikano music kick in, that light piano. She runs out to him calling and is all out of breath. And he's just com- just completely ignoring her and looking at his phone. She's like, why didn't you come? He's like, I'm busy. And she's like, what does a grade schooler have to do? And he gets mad again. They have a conversation about why he always comes here. And he's like, 
This is where you can see the sky. And then he has a flashback to him and Momo, who is currently in a mental institution because Eisen shattered her mind. <laughs> what a way to be reminded of that current state of that character. Yep. You just kind of expected to turn to him in the flashback and be like, you're not going to hurt Eisen, right? <laughs> uh, then he try then he acts all brooding and mysterious, but that only intrigues Karn because she's in elementary school. She she's still at the age where 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 a girl thinks there's hidden depths to someone yeah. who's brooding and mysterious, and not that they're just fucking stupid. It's a guy is that perfect tween heartthrob asshole. He uh, he tries to run on another hollow alarm, but she grabs his wrist and is like, "No, I feel something bad that way. Don't go that way." And he notices, but then he's like, well, somebody else defeated the hollow, so fucking whatever. Then the scene just kind of ends. It doesn't have, like, a conclusion. It just kind of stops. It's just like, there's no, it's like, well, he, realistically, he should ask her if she can see hollows now, right? But then the scene just stops, because that's not supposed to happen till later. Right, exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, we'll do that in, like, five minutes. Don't worry about it. Kids are practicing. Hits a guy watches from a roof. Uh, Rangiku shows up and asks him why he's stalking children. <laughs> Yes. Fair. And, and then and then she starts being like, "Oh, you have an elementary school crush." Ha 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 ha. And he just leaves. He's like, "Fuck you, fuck she, you, woman." She's like, kind of way too into it. <laughs> yes. It's game day. It's a guy didn't show up. All of Karin's loser friends cope as they huddle. The game starts, and they immediately cripple Karin because they knew they couldn't defeat a child. <laughs> They yeah, found an adult to be referee, but he didn't seem to step in when they literally they like literally take a tire iron to this girl's knee. <laughs> I guess he literally has no face and is like the most NPC you can get. He's on the payroll of big middle school. <laughs> we should have known. Karn can't play effectively and they start getting washed. It's a guy who shows up and is like, I, I didn't come to play. And then he notices that she's hurt and swaps in. But not with her. Not with her, <laughs> yeah, he which really bugged me. Well, like, well, look, well, she, you well, injured are worth more than three of these guys. You're staying on the field. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that guy's doped Davis shirt? There's no way there's anything going on upstairs with him. Uh, he's the ringer and clowns on the middle schoolers and executes their goalie by, like, driving him through the net with the ball. They play, like, a violin <laughs> cover of... Yeah. Ichigo's theme Isn't number that one. Fucking weird. <laughs> that's now, so fucking weird. I'm wondering if this is going to be Karin's theme. If that's going to come back. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Uh, hits a guy, flosses on everybody, and sets Karin up for the winning goal. After they win, he tries to talk to her about seeing hollows, but a fucking minnow crawls out of a hole in the sky. He's like, "You guys need to run," and she's like, "I won't run without my friends." And uses her like super powered soccer ball she uses in the fucking Karakura superheroes shit. Uh, but this is a real this is like a real hollow and not a chopper so it just kind of bounces off. It, it tries to smash her and hits a guy just in effortlessly butchers it. And in the process of butchering it makes it hail? Because it starts powers. hailing. Ice yeah powers. but it, 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 it didn't fucking hail in the last fucking ice powers. stupid mini arc. Ice powers. Look, they want to do something neat in this. They didn't want to do that for a second in that mini-arc. <laughs> uh, Karin is super impressed, and she's like, you're just like my brother. You must know where Ichigo is, right? And hits the guy's like, oh, that makes sense. I can't help you, though. <laughs> I don't know where he is. We are very bad at communication. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't know where your brother is. Um... Many worlds are in much more danger than I think you realize. <laughs> Rangiku shows up and they talk a little bit and then Karn calls him a grade schooler and everybody laughs. The end. <laughs> there, there's a new ED, but we'll get to that. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Golden. Golden. I thought we had to wait till he said it. No, just, just nah. golden. Just fucking oh, say well, it. Acro. Fucking golden. God damn it. Can I get like a list of these rules? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I feel like I'm playing Mao. Just like with We're the playing Calvin lore. Ball here. Yeah, <laughs> you will learn as you go. Or die. Uh, the, the visors are eating Okonomiyaki. Ichigo's moping. Hiraku's like, what, what, what's wrong with you now? He's like, I wanted to eat rice. Hiori says, I, I also <laughs> made rice. Ichigo's like, Reading That's both? too carb heavy, but none of them care. <laughs> yeah, they are already dead. That's so starch heavy. That that can't be good for you. And they all yell, "It's healthy." D does Okonomiyaki have that much starch? I feel like it's mostly cabbage, which is pretty fibrous. 
Yeah, I feel it's I also a pancake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. It's it's still funny to just be like, what if rice went with this? I just need more. Episode 133. This episode was <laughs> key animated by Kazunori Mizuno. This is they have only they only keyframed five bleach episodes. Ooh. And this is seemingly the one where no one was supervising. <laughs> well, it's the best episode we've gotten in a while. <laughs> it is. Uh, the splash screen is uh, Ikaku's Joker face, which is the next spoiler damage. <laughs> yes! It's so good. He's looking at those pizza rolls. He's like, they're almost done. <laughs> <laughs> Just staring into a microwave saying, do I really look like a guy with a plan? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's basically the theme of this episode. <laughs> uh, no recap, because I guess they, I guess because this doesn't, this is just not random nonsense. Yeah. They don't need to do the soul reapers. Yeah, this is, this is arcless behavior. <laughs> we open on the kendo club of the school. Mizuho, Kago's sister, is the fucking student body president of this school. Holy shit. Yes, as it should be. <laughs> Student council president, strongest under the sun. <laughs> Everybody's beaten up because I guess the, the, the up, an opposing kendo club <laughs> got one of their freshmen and held them hostage and beat up everybody. The thing it jumped and they're like, we got jumped by them. And then it cuts to the flashback and they say their name. And she's like, it's not getting jumped if they introduce themselves. <laughs> yeah, because the, the, the kendo club also have their weapons. It's not like... <laughs> We were ambushed. Like, no, we had the fake swords of peace, and they brought the fake swords of war. <laughs> we didn't lose a fight. There was like, there was like, there, there was way more of them than us. They had like dogs. Uh, they ambushed <laughs> us. We were all sleeping. <laughs> they say they have to bow out of the competition next month because they're all hurt. And Kay goes like, no. We're going to get revenge. I'm going to arrange a training match between schools so we can get revenge. Uh, the art in the scene is really fucking bad. Click on the next spoiler image. It is immaculate. It is perfectly, <laughs> insanely off model. It's not even trying. It starts edging into Beavis and Butthead. Which, yeah, the next image you posted is literally the one I was thinking of as I said that. <laughs> it's so hideous. They're like, we're all hurt, you dumb broad. How are we going to get revenge? And she's like, the untrained freshmen can still fight. They try to complain, and she just shakes the shit out of them. <laughs> Ikaku and Yumichika are drug in by Keigo to help with the training. Mizuho gushes about Ikaku in this outfit, and he makes a couple of really horrible-looking faces. Those are the next two spoiler images. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, no, it's perfect. That is what I'm like. He's just turning into Beavis. He's just, you're seeing it. <laughs> transform in real time. Kago warns him that his sister is a horrible leech, only concerned with herself, and she hits him so hard he breaks a window with his face and gets sliced to ribbons. <laughs> no, what the hell? Mizuho is like, Ikaku, you gotta help these loser freshmen turn into real men. And Ikaku is bizarrely motivated to help them for some reason. Hell yes, he is. What's this sort of competition you're doing? Violence? I like violence. Yumichika's like, I'm not obligated to do any of this. I'm going to leave. And then he does. <laughs> Somehow fall. equally based. <laughs> the freshmen are eager to learn, and Ikaku basically says, I'm going to torture you. <laughs> Cue major pain music. So he has, he has them do pulling carts full of giant rocks that he got from somewhere, doing squat hops up a giant staircase, hanging from their feet, swinging swords, and kneeling with pickling stones on their legs, which I think is a form of torture. <laughs> Every one of these shots has uh, the brother Kago just like, this seems really dangerous. <laughs> this can't be right. <laughs> yeah, Kago's like, this is insane to me. Who's like, well, he won't kill them, so it's fine. All the students are basically walking corpses, but Ikaku says it's time to move on to the real training. Him hitting them. <laughs> He tells Shinji, who is the loser kid who got held hostage, who I guess is the fucking main character of this episode. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I'm just going to keep hitting you until you hit me. And he's like, but that's impossible. And, but then they do it. Learn to sword fight. <laughs> you need to take advantage of my openings. Don't come straight at me. You don't have any openings. 
Well, we're going to keep doing this till you find one. That's really good. He's best worst teacher. Everybody's too brutalized to train. Ikaku hurt them worse than the initial hurt people. <laughs> yeah, that is great. I really thought this arc was going to be some full metal panic Fumofu shit. <laughs> but he just broke them all. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, this was less like training and more like literal torture. <laughs> right. This just checks the, out, the yeah. They have bodies. <laughs> Oops. They they can't do the match, and Mizuho has a tantrum and then a breakdown. And Ikaku's like, don't worry, I'll call in a bunch of ringers, and we get some, get some of those. Keigo points out the obvious and gets yelled at and gets scared moments. And, uh, and, then, and then he's like, do any of you losers actually want to compete? And Shinji's like, yes, sir. I'm the main character of this episode, so I do. <laughs> Ikaku tries to get some ringers, but he can only find Rangiku and Yumichika, both of whom refuse and then laugh at him for having no friends. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're both snobs who don't want to wear the sweaty kendo gear and run, and then Ikaku has, like, stink lines radiating off him. No, that's, that's fair. That is a perfectly valid reason to not to want to participate. Just smelling that bad. Every time Kendo comes up in anime, somebody mentions how bad the gear smells. Yeah. is uh, This has got to be a materials problem. <laughs> yes, 100%. Materials probably, and maintenance. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't, because I assume the armor is attached, so you probably can't wash it in a machine. So they probably never get washed. Yeah. Keigo, Akaku, and Shinji are moping at sunset. Keigo's like, well, we have 24 hours to make friends we can take advantage of. Shinji mopes that it's all his fault, and then Ikaku gives a speech that men should get stronger instead of just running away. You leave the other spots to me. And Keigo says, you're gonna, you, you have the capacity to make new friends? And Ikaku just gets mad. <laughs> uh, the next day, we're at, a, we're at the Kendo competition. Ikaku convinced Hitsugaya to help, by which I mean he lied to him and then keeps trying to bribe him with things a child would like. And it works. It does. <laughs> it's like, he bribed you and you bought it. Look, you're already in the suit. And he's like, he, he made me wear the suit before he told me what was up. Shinji shows up and is like, thank goodness my younger brother's gear fit Hitsugaya. And we get a wonderful <laughs> drawing of Hitsugaya. <laughs> As an elementary school student, yes. then a really great image of Ikaku imagining it, and then a really great image of Hitsugaya saying he's going to rip Ikaku's spine <laughs> out. Those are the next three images you can click them. This is the funniest episode of Bleach. Right? <laughs> like, he, he, he he's imagined in the cartoon dimension and then overcorrects into production IG. <laughs> yes! <laughs> then Renji shows up while also complaining. Urahara made him come. And we get a shot of him being weird and that takes 20 seconds of him eating a sucker. Yes! It's amazing. Flashback is like horror genre. Where he's just like, oh yeah, the, the next two go. images are, are, are Urahara and Chad looking horrifying. Yeah, who it's the fuck so drew good. this and why? It's so good. It's really funny that he could be bribed with candies when he's a candy shop owner. I know. <laughs> well, uh, well, Ikaku spent a lot of money on it. He said, because Chad, Chad didn't come because he doesn't take bribes and Ikaku screams because he spent a bunch of money on it. <laughs> he's a real man. They need one more person still. Rangiku says no again and Ikaku's like, Keigo, you'll do. It, it's fine if you lose because only three of you, us need to win. They set up. Shinji's second to last. Ikaku's like, it doesn't matter if you win, but you should still try to win. Hitsugaya goes up first and summons a field of reeds like a samurai movie <laughs> and wins. And then Kago does his epic crag his epic crab walk strategy and gets smacked and loses. And uh Rinji also wins. Hooray. And then a hollow shows up and they all have to leave. All of them. All of them. Every one of them. They're all every one of them is so far much stronger than any normal hollow, but they all have to leave. Uh, they all mod candy up, and we see the fucking freaks they all have as mod oh, souls. I know. Rangiku's is the worst oh out of all God. of them. <laughs> yeah, Rangiku's, as we saw in that horrible filler arc, is it, it, is just super into men. I'm <laughs> like, is this, is this self-referential parody, or is this just awful? <laughs> 
Um, it's worth noting, I think all of these personalities are actually shit Kubo came up with. He just drew them as single panels, like at the end of chapters in a volume, and like the the, the page between chapters, how they'll hmm. do like a little doodle. Uh huh. I think all of these are from that. It's like this is this person's mod soul. This is this person's mod soul. Hmm. She's like, ah, oh, this arena is full of so many men, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're children. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure a decent number of them aren't. For now. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kago can tell this is happening. He's like, oh, what? Transforming? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Shinji's round is up. He fights the guy as all the Soul Reapers mulch the minnows. Ikaku almost literally says, "Wow, that was easy. Why did all of us come?" Oh wait, shit. <laughs> and then rushes to go back. Yeah. Kago encourages Shinji to lose, and Mizuho kicks him in the face. The NPC taunts Shinji for fuck sucking so bad and getting everyone hurt, and then Shinji summons the Reed Dimension and owns him. They win. Ikaku's mad he doesn't get to fight. He hits the referee. He says he's going to kill the other team's captain, should come forward and die. Mizuhu points him out, and he's like, he dumped me, kill him! Kago's like, this was all so you could get revenge on your ex? And then Ikaku smacks his toupee. The guy has a toupee? Yeah, so he's yeah. bald, just like him. <laughs> And then, and then he brutalizes the entire other team while Mizuho is like, yeah, get him. And That's I'm like, the end. I'm like, Kubo gave the sign off on this seemingly. Does, does that mean she's just into bald guys? I assume. This, is that canon? This is what great filler looks like. <laughs> yes, actually, I, I, I cannot. There is no comparing the five episode filler arc we just left to this. Yeah, this is this is much much better. I, I wish it wasn't so unbelievably hideous. <laughs> I love how hideous it is. <laughs> so good. Um, I think it's really neat. They set up the whole thing of like making you think that Ikaku is actually building up Shinji's confidence and everything, and wants him to succeed, uh -huh. and then immediately reveal no, he just wanted to fight. All of that was just a misdirect. I, I think Ikaku genuinely did because he, like, he has that line about, you know, it's been so long since I've seen it. The look on the face of people desperate to get stronger. I think he was into it. And then he saw he's yeah, just he got also bored. an idiot. Yeah. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he didn't know the rules. All right. He, he, you know, he's just out here chasing cars. <laughs> <laughs> Squad 11 really is just a place where they put all those people. <laughs> <laughs> Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers, then let's begin. Not golden. Not golden. Yachiru and Nimu are watching footage of all the uh, soul candies. <laughs> Yachiru freaks. is in a funny chair. You can you can click the spoil the last spoiler damage. So good. We need to get a chair like that for Tosh. <laughs> it's like a Frieza chair or something. It is. Yes. I assume that's Mayuri's chair and she's just in it. Probably. Yachiru says they're going to make a lot of money from these soul candies and says, good job, substitute vice chairwoman is what she says to Nimu. Because yeah. I guess I guess they're selling these on behalf of the Shinigami Women's Associations, the Soul Reapers Woman Association. Yes. Behalf. Uh, Nanao, who is stuck still in the library with Ukitake and Captain Kyoraku, is like upset wherever she is. She, she like sensed it. It's like, I'm being replaced. And then arrow points at her that says vice chairwoman. I love this explanation for why all of those mod souls are awful. Absolute <laughs> freaks. What was it? Hitsugaga? Was it Hitsugaga? Is that's like? Oh, I'm gonna lie down. Meow. Yes. Yes. Hitsugaya <laughs> is Hitsugaya's is lethargic. Uh, Rangiku's is man crazy. I forget what Ikaku's is. I think his was incredibly like tame. He's just like oh, I'm yes, just gonna it was stay like incredibly here. tame. Renji's is like a shitty cat. Yumichikas is a violent thug. God, they're absolute freaks. But yeah, no, this was this was a really good tying off of like why were they such freaks? Well, here's why: they're a new experimental special soul candy. Yeah, episode one thirty four. We open on Mayuri being ordered by Yamamoto to find a way to track the Arn car because that's every fucking filler thing. Mm -hmm. figure out how to sense the things we should be able to sense uh, and also find a way to simplify Gintai Kaijo, which that, does, that doesn't make any sense. They don't, it, it's not like a 
It's not like the will of the universe. It's something they do to limit collateral damage. <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they, when they wanted to turn it off, it was like a button. <laughs> we, we need a, a more efficient way to authorize it. And these kids are like, oh, we need to do something with Gentai Kaijo, that thing that's totally real. Remember that? It's real. It's part of the universe and the lore. We promise. It's also like, what, you need to... You need to fix how this is handled bureaucratic, like paperwork wise. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Why? What's it have to do in the human world? We cut to an R and D meeting where Mary says he has to send somebody to the human world. With the implication is very obviously, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nimu also can't go. She 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 needs to hang around me and, and fucking listen to my whims. Rin, who I was stunned to find out is a guy. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Rin says he'll go, and Akon, Akon, the horned guy, is like. Well, I, normally you just want to hang around and eat candy and not do your fucking job. Well, I guess you can go. Uh, we'll have to give you a babysitter from Squad 4, though. Also, here's a Kaku's new teeth. Take them. Give them to him. <laughs> she shows up. Uh, he shows up at the gate to the human world with a huge bag and pockets full of candy. It's so good. He, he, he just wanted to come so he could eat human world sweets. I love this character. <laughs> Her babysitter shows up and it's Hannah Taro and then she falls over and then he fall. Like, they both fall over. I wrote she in the notes because they didn't confirm it was a guy until later. And I'm it was funny because I was trying to make sure I wrote down their name correctly. And one of the top Google returns was mm, gender. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. so everyone. Okay, got it. <laughs> they both fall over. Womp womp. Comedy beat. They cut to Urahara's shop. Nobody's there, so Hannah Taro starts looking, and Rin starts goobering out over the sweets. Tessai teleports behind them. He's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Spike Spencer. Yeah, I know. I, I yeah. know, right? Hannah Taro's like, oh, I'm Spike Spencer, and I'm here to apologize. Please don't kill me because of this guy. who's probably going to loot you. They cut to the back of the shop. One of the mod souls brings a plate of... They look like rice crackers, but I guess they're cookies because Rin just starts inhaling them. Which yeah, would they, make more sense with them being cookies. I agree. I also thought they were rice crackers, but it's like he's inhaling them and they, he's all about sweets. So I don't I don't know. Probably cookies. You're probably right. Hanataro explains why they're here and Urahara's like, I don't have to do anything, right? They're like, no. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we we flash back to real content that this isn't how fucking Gintai Kaijo works. Stop talking about it like it is. <laughs> I have a quick question here. Does other anime filler literally have the same energy here with that's not how that works at all. Please stop saying that so ceaselessly. I mean, I remember that even in Dragon Ball filler. So I'm pretty sure it's just something that happens. That's so funny. Uh, Urahar is like, Yumachika, you take them to where Yami and Ulkiora landed. Yumachika's like, why the fuck do I have to work? And Urahar goes, uh, hits a guy or ratted you out for being lazy, so you gotta. <laughs> they go to the crater and everybody kind of stands around like, this sure a hole. Rin has like a nightmare data sensor shaped like a flesh bob. Yeah, fucking yes. polygraph from Hellraiser. It's, it's got I, a I guess, I guess cut, it's, yeah. I, 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 I guess it's the same tech as the, the, the demon OLED from Orhime's house. <laughs> yes, the demon OLED. I mean, it's my Yuri. Of course, everything's really creepy and awful. In fact, that's what most of the research and development probably goes into. Not making yeah. it function, making it look like that. Uh, they're like, okay, we're going to go somewhere else. And they're like, Yumichika's pissed because they have to walk because Hanataro can't flash step. And I'm like, I don't think Rin would be able to flash step either. So I think you're just your ass is just walking. They lose Rin during a cut and he goes into a bakery to buy a cake. Hanataro's like, how could they see you without a gee guy? He goes, oh, I brought something for that. It's a horrible flesh monster that shoots you with a beam that lets people see you. Shapes and somber tapestries. A chef that's a bound soul walks out. He's like, oh, you can see me? And Yumichiga says, oh, this is bad. You're, you're, you're all bound up. The hollow's going to get you. I'm sending you to the hellhole right now and like moves into Gonzo him. And the chef's like, wait, I'm not ready. Yumichiga's like, eat shit. I'm going to do it right fucking now. Hell then yeah. Rin and Hanataro tackle him like, no, we got to do the filler. No. <laughs> and they're like, what, what if he actually has something important to say? I'm like, okay, that sounds reasonable. The, the, they travel to a fucking river. There's even a line about how this doesn't make sense. It's like, man, that chain goes really far. <laughs> yeah, right? it's great. I, I like seeing the chain just go off screen. <laughs> 
Look, why did... Oh, uh, it's an anime. He has to tell this story on the riverbank at sunset. <laughs> he said that he got hit on by a car somewhere away from the bakery. So It was right outside the bakery, uh-huh. he said. Okay. Yeah, no, there's no reason for this. <laughs> Yumichika's like, what's your fucking story? Let's go. Let's get this fucking over with. The baker's name is Haida. He got hit by a car. He was training to bake cake. Yumichika's like, I don't fucking care. Can I send you to the can I send you to the shithole now? And then Ren gets mad that Yumichika's being dismissive of cakes. And uh he's like, I want to know I want my mom to make sure I'm okay. And I'm like, you're not, you're dead. <laughs> right? You're, you're the opposite of okay. Basically, his mother's a wreck and is losing weight, and he wants her to try one of his cakes before he moves on. Okay, there's our dumb conceit. At, at which point Yumichika should have just consoled him by that fucking river. Yeah, I'm sorry. We need an episode. <laughs> Rin wants to let it happen. Yumichika groans. They end up at Urahara's shop. Urahara's like, oh, you can use my kitchen. This is the first time it's appeared on camera. <laughs> it's very nice. Rin and Hanatara poke around, and Tessie's like, don't fucking break anything. Urahara's like, you guys can do whatever, and then makes fun of Yumichika because Yumichika has put on like the chef's outfit and is just being an insufferable narcissist in a mirror. And he does this for like 30 fucking seconds. Everybody's cooking. Hanataro and Rin and Yumichika are all useless and fucking up in different ways, but they make the cake. And they're like, well, we got to test the cake to make sure it's good before we make a second cake and give it to my mom. But none of them know what cake is since Soul Society <laughs> doesn't have cake. I feel like this is going to be contradicted at some point. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I, it might have already been contradicted by one of the illustrated guide to soul reapers like having cake at the women's meeting party yeah you're right. probably right i just have to watch the bound arc again also rin bought a cake earlier well he well rin knows what cake is because he's sweet obsessed well that was uh their first cake so he doesn't have a good judgment of it yet like this yeah. is just his second cake uh, they're like, well, we got to find somebody who knows what cake is. And then Ururu is right there. And I thought the joke would be her wanting to eat the cake. But no, we cut to reused footage of Chad and Renji training in the basement to fill time. <laughs> then Ururu runs up with the cake and is like, you guys got to try this cake to find for us. Good. And Chad goes, okay. And Renji goes, I'm a stupid dipshit who knows everything about the living world. So I'm an expert on cakes. They eat it and I guess don't like it because Uruu has a horrified reaction shot. We don't see their reaction. We just see hers. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're missing a cut. Yeah, yeah. We just hard cut to them making the cake again as Haida like turns into Gordon Ramsay and starts riding their asses. Like, you fucking donkeys. <laughs> uh, they make it a bunch more times. It sucks every single time to the extent Chad and Renji start hiding when Uruu brings down a giant <laughs> fucking platter of different cakes. It's really good. I like the concept that the cake went so poorly where he's so fucking sick of it that he would rather have the shit beaten out of him by Renji. Chad's like, no, please. No more. They have to get more ingredients. Uh, Haida is sad that his mother keeps leaving flowers where he died. Hanatara Renner, and Renner are like, we'll do it for sure for you, filler character. And then we get the success montage and everybody's happy. Yumichika, Hanataro, and Rin try to give her the cake, but she won't take the cake because she has cake trauma now. She's like, I can't, I can't even look at a cake since my son who makes cakes dies. Uh the cake gets dropped and Haida starts going ape shit. Uh, which summons a Minos. Yumichika sure. goes to fight the Minos. Yeah, we only have Minos now. <laughs> yeah, it, it, Oops, well, well, Minos. well norm, nor, normal hollows would be instantly defeated, so they have to have something to have any sort of tension at all. Uh, Yumichika deflects at Saros, but then has to flash step in front of the Saros to block it because he deflected it towards the cake. And then he tells his mod soul, guard the cake. Haida's still going ape shit and starts to turn into a hollow and wraps his mom in the chain and knocks her down. He's trying to rip out his chain to become a hollow. Hanatara pulls out his sword and hits the chain to heal it, as we learned in a illustrated guide to Soul Reapers earlier, which also maxes out his over his fucking TF2 overcharge gauge, and it turns into the scalpel, which he can use to reflect the damage onto the Minos, which stuns it so Yumichika can finish it off. I I, I think I think Hanatara should have been allowed to kill it. Yeah. No, never. <laughs> he can't even get this small W. 
Hanataro calmed down and the soul projector Bryn had turns on to activate so his mom can see it. And she fucking eats the fucking cake and everybody's happy and he's happy and we're all happy. Uh, this woman now knows the afterlife exists. She now knows what is beyond death. Right? How many <laughs> fundamental laws have been broken? Which feels like a pretty critical violation of the masquerade. But luckily this isn't fake content that doesn't matter. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers, Golden. 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 Rin's back. He got good data. He broke Ikaku's teeth, so he he does a callback to the earlier next time segment and wrote a note that says, idiots can't see these teeth and put it in the empty bag. I love Ikaku. Wow, you actually did that? And, and, then we see, and then we see Ikaku seemingly falling for it because he just looks perplexed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he read a note that says, only cucks read this note. <laughs> he just sat there trying to figure out his next move. <laughs> great <laughs> that's it we made it we made it thank you so much chris we got through this is the part we would normally review the new ending but i've decided we will review these endings and openings after they're over because then i feel like we'll get enough time to absorb them and see how we feel at the end of the the whole situation if we still feel good about the opening or the ending so you're saying we're going to review the endings when they end and the opens when they end. Yes. <laughs> I see. I hated every moment of that sentence. <laughs> that is intentional. So not doing that this time. Mm. We get to move on to the best segment. Obviously, best rest award. This is Slim Pickens this episode. <sighs> Boy, is it. <sighs> All right. Um, I'll let Chris lead. Uh, uh, oh, God. Uh, Karin's friend that has the dope Davis shirt because it's right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty dope. <laughs> Dan? Uh, I'm going to say Urahara because he's... Uh, actually, you know what? He's a guy in the schoolboy outfit. It looks yes. incredible. Yes. He's passing perfectly for an elementary kid. He also is drooling from his nose, I think. <laughs> Dr. Agro? Uh Yumi Chika, he was not wrong. He is straight fucking killing it in that chef's outfit. <laughs> that is true. He's just like, God, I'm sexy. <laughs> Why am I so good in this? <laughs> it's too good. I guess that leaves me. Good luck. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> use. I'm gonna choose Karin. I think her regular outfit was a good design. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Bob. <laughs> it was a the baseball shirt over a shirt. It works. Real quick, before we leave this episode entirely, I want to just throw this out here. The cooking episode followed a sports team anime arc way more than the soccer episode did because the soccer episode just became. Uh, we substitute some suckier player out because our main character got hurt. Meanwhile, cooking episode, it was about teamwork. It was about persevering. It was about doing it for their teammate who is sad. Yes. Yeah. All right, Dan. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you to continue watching Bleach? I mean, they transformed what my expectations of Bleach filler is by the end of this. <laughs> uh, so I, I feel, I don't know, pretty inspired for next time. I'm going to say, I'm going to say seven. Great. Yeah. Maybe the filler will be over next time. Or if it's here, it can at least look like uh, people are becoming Beavis and Butthead or hideous. <laughs> Maybe they start looking like Aeon Flux again. <laughs> <laughs> Anything is possible. God, I don't, I don't need Rangiku or Orihime to look like they're from Aeon Flux. <laughs> <laughs> God, that is how Chad looked in that shot. <laughs> yes. Okay, we had a lot of different plots this time. Do you think any of them were Jinkaria's plan? <laughs> no. Pretty confident on this one. <laughs> Agro? No, uh, much of this existed outside of the view of God or Jinkaria. <laughs> <laughs> Chris? Jinkari's plan was for that one kid to get beaten up, so yes, it was his plan. <laughs> wait, wait, a lot of kids got beaten up. That's in, true. In this, uh, the, uh, the, the Kendo Shinji, the Kendo oh, kid. Okay. okay. That's sadistic. Um, let's see, I have to answer this now. Uh, yeah, I think that first arc, that, that thing with Shota, that was his plan. Oh, devious bastard. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, the the cooking episode was his plan because he really liked baking shows. <laughs> he loved cakes. As you all know, 
Jinkaria loves kegs. Chris, did you bring me any crazy <laughs> trivia this week? No. Okay, that's fair. Wait, I think it's a trick. Done, oh, yeah, done, 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 done. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> the trivia was actually the earlier part where I looked up the key animator for that episode. <laughs> I'm like, why does this look this way? Oh, he did nothing. He did. He did the bounce episode where the guy with the whale guy looked all freaked, all messed up. Oh my nice. god! Of course, this guy is a champion. Apparently, <laughs> he's he's drawn the most memorable faces in Bleach that don't belong in Bleach. <laughs> All right, with all that out of the way, it's time to move on to our patented tightness scale. That's 0 to 25, and it lets us choose how tight this was. Dan, how tight were these episodes? Bob, I don't get to choose how tight these episodes were, for clarification. <laughs> That's true. I guess you get to... I get to tell people how tight they were. I'm merely the meter. I do not drive the car. <laughs> Gene Caria drives the car. We can't get him out of there. It's in his name. You should have known the whole time. Caria. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this a, a 12. It's 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 better than last time, I feel, because of how funny the filler is. It sucks that we're still in filler. Mm -hmm. uh, but if we can if we can get not two of the five episodes to be some of the shittiest making the bout arc look good moments in Bleach, that would be great. I'll go next. I'm going to give it a 15. I feel like those last three episodes of filler I actually enjoyed. Like, it's the kind of filler I like. One of them was really good with the this Kendo team. Uh, but the other two were okay and had their moments. The, it's really just brought down by those uh, first two episodes that were the show to Nightmare. Do you think either of these, like, goofy, any of these goofy uh, filler episodes would qualify as Bleach's Cheese Boyga Des moment? Like like the Naruto filler. Oh th yeah, these are better than those. Yeah, like because those have the one off episodes all the time, and they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> they just you want to die to leave. <laughs> Doctor Agro, uh, I am a huge fan of club animes. I love Kendo Club animes. Uh, that soccer episode was nothing. The cake episode was stupid. Ooh. And. The mock Iran car arc, I had a flashback when Chris started describing it. My brain went, oh, God, we're back. It's happening again. Four. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Fair. Chris? Uh, yeah, 12 sounds about right. Like... I'd honestly like these goofy filler episodes more if they didn't have the legal, seemingly legally required hollow fight at the end. Just like, no, just let it be about something stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, they don't need that. It's like when Team Rocket shows up to ruin a really interesting episode of Pokemon. Blasting up again. No one cares. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Please don't let there be any more. I can handle a theoretically infinite amount of these one-off episodes. No more mini arcs. No Stop more mini arcs, no. please. That was so bad. Yeah, I, I could you imagine we lined this up so the entire episode was mini when that mini arc? Yeah, because it was five episodes, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was five episodes. That, we could have had the entire thing that that would have been a zero. Yeah, that would have given it <laughs> absolutely that's a zero. It would have been the first since the first time, it would have been the first time since the beginning of the bound arc that I gave something a fucking zero. <laughs> yeah, we would have hit the bottom. It'd have been like, man, thank God the bout arc's over. Watches that. Oh wow, no, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> what made Doctor Agro get out of podcasting? <laughs> Shows Gene Caria. <laughs> God. All right, that's it. Everybody, go home. Oh, that's oh. You gotta learn how to end these sometimes. No.